hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. We're friends again, too, if anyone was wondering. Are we? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I'm actually excited about this one. Um, Do you want to... So, once again, for listeners, we're doing the Am I the Asshole segment or, like, What Would You Do segment. Um, I'm finding these quite fascinating, actually, because I'm getting to see the inner workings of your mind, and I realize... I mean, I always knew we were like a bit different in our thought processes, but I think we're learning quite a lot about each other through this. Um, well, I once got feedback in the, in the professional setting, and it was like, "You were kind of a black and white person," and I was like, You're "No, a I'm not, bitch." And I was no. there for that, remember too? And I was like, "Oh, Alina, it's okay. <laughs> it's lies. It's all lies." But now I'm like, I kind of feel like I am a little bit like. Again, Debbie will say, my therapist will say, I just have a shout very, out to very shout out to Debbie. <laughs> if only she knew how much I talk about her on this podcast. Um, she would say, I just have a very, very strong super ego. Which is fine. You have a we don't ego. like the gray. Okay. So today's Am I the Asshole is, would I be an asshole? Is that what W-I-B-T-A means? Would I be the asshole? Yeah. Would I be okay. the asshole? Um, if I remove the quote unquote in sickness part from my marriage vow to my fiance. Um, so the post was removed, oh. so we can't actually read the content of this. But I read this earlier today. Okay, that's disappointing. Okay. But like, I think you can give us sort of the summary of yes. what it was that you read. Okay. So the, literally the point of this is this, I think it's a woman who is getting ready to marry her fiance and they, he is going to have traditional Christian vows. So that mm-hmm. say, you know, in sickness and in health, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she is saying, I actually want to remove it from my vows. Wait, wait. Is is it a she? Because it says 29 male. It's the fiance, I thought. Anyway, I mean, it doesn't matter. Male, female. The, I don't think it matters. I mean, I once again, dealing with like gender normative stereotypes, I think it does ma- matter. Because if it's a 29, if it literally it's a male who's saying that I want to remove the insect part, I feel like that's like an additional layer to this conversation. No, I, f- I don't know. Because they removed it. I thought it was a woman. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll play it from We're going to play it the from, yes. Um, and so she's basically saying, like, they are saying, am I an asshole if I remove the insignificant part from my marriage vow? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if I want to deal with caring for someone who is terminally ill, if God forbid that happens. I think this, I actually think we might not be friends after this. I think we're going to go. Okay, let's go. Tell us what you think. Separate Ubers out of here. Um, (laughs) Never talking to each other again. Um, So this one's a tough one. And the reason why it's a tough one for me, speaking from my own experience, you know, I saw the deterioration of my my dad through dementia. Also, like Mm -hmm. it was the absolute worst fucking thing I'd ever experienced in my life, having to care for him in old age and seeing how it completely wrecked my mom. Right. Mm -hmm. And... You know, my parents aren't Christian. 
I grew up in a Muslim household, um, not religious in any way, shape, or form now, as we all know, uh, clearly. <laughs> but um, there is no in sickness and in health variety, if you will, within vows, within sort of a Muslim ceremony. But there is sort of the perspective of you are going to take care of each other, right? You're married. Um, having seen the disaster that it was from an emotional perspective, from a resourcing perspective. Are you okay? I mean, it's emotional for me because, yeah, it, like, you know, it, it was a lot to be in the midst of all of that. There's a part of me that wants to romanticize it and be like, of course, like you should take care of each other in sickness and in health. But I also think the other side of this too is, you know, two people agree to be with one another for their lives. And like, let's say I were to get sick, right? There's a part of me that of course is fearful because I've seen what our medical system does to people and especially people who are in that state. And it's horrifying. Like we have lots of things that we need to correct within our medical system, especially with like elder care. Um, it scares me, but there's also part of me that like, I wouldn't want to put peer in that situation having Mm -hmm. seen, you know, what it can do, what it can do. And I think if you go into the relationship being very frank and honest, like, Hey, I love you with all my heart, but like, if you were to get sick, like, once again, we've talked about this in our, one of our previous episodes where it's like, ask for what you want. And if the person is like, fuck nah, then go find someone who will agree to it. Um, I mean, good luck with finding someone who would agree to it. But um, I can't fault this person because once again, I've seen how it can absolutely mm-hmm. ruin someone. I don't know. I think I want to hear your perspective and then maybe we'll have like a better way to, because for me, like there's the emotional aspect of it that's yeah. I think triggering in regards to this topic. Okay. Maybe we're going to be friends. So <laughs> I, we, a friendship lives to see another day. Exactly. No, I, I actually feel like I probably would have thought, yeah, you're an asshole mm. on first glance. However, and let's be real. I didn't, I have not had to care for anybody, but I saw what my stepmom had to go through as well. And I was like shocked that she stuck around. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, not gonna lie. Wasn't sure if this was a marriage of convenience or not. However, what mm -hmm. was the age difference between your 13 years? Okay, 13 years. She's like real young, very, very spry, lovely, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and my dad was very unwell for a long time. And so I think, like, for me, I'm also a selfish asshole, and we know this. I feel like that might be why I'm like, oh, maybe I do want to have a kid, just in case. Um, As like an insurance policy? Yeah. So I can hold really- on. <laughs> So you would consider having a child as an insurance policy uh-huh. for old age? Yeah. I also think that might be I mean, honestly, Asian a, in me. There's a lot of people. Well, I think it's like a very cultural thing. Like we grew up in households where it's like very common. It's like, the expectation is you grow up, you're able to provide for yeah. your family at a certain point in time. Like, although, you know. although I ha- I am in, like I said, I'm a selfish asshole, and I was just like, I am not going to sacrifice my life. Yeah. However, if I had the resources, like I was like, let's find a way to find the resources so that my stepmother didn't have to do it all on her own, right? Um, and I've told my mom, I'm like, hope you're saving your pennies for an aid. I was like, you can live with me. But if you think I'm wiping your ass, you are you are sorely mistaken. And I'm I know that that is awful to say to your mother who wiped your ass for half your or you know for however many years. Yeah, 
I don't think I could do it. I mean, also, like I said, elder care is so expensive in the U.S. Um, I don't know, we'll move abroad. And also, for those who, you know, know that they have the genetic mutation for Alzheimer's, dementia, <sighs> I mean. Knock on wood, please. But um, in the U.S., like, let's say, you know, in old age, you go down the Medicare route, right, once you've retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medicare... Okay, typically people who have Alzheimer's, dementia, there are those who do get violent. Now, my father was one of those people. Mine too. Um, And basically these places, elderly care places, or what do they call senior facilities? Nursing homes? Nursing homes. um, You have to go to very specific ones, and it is very, very hard to get an actual bed or a place or a room, especially if they're violent because they need to be in a special care unit. Um, it is a very complicated, convoluted process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's either you have money or you're shit out of luck. I- I'm just, I'm going to be yeah. honest. Um, so like I said, I've seen the ugly side of this, of like watching the in sickness part play out. So like, I'm willing to be like, they're not an asshole. I don't think you're an asshole either, but I don't, I think like you have to have this conversation yeah, up front if you're like. Because I feel like I wouldn't think so much about like removing it from my vows because I don't even remember what I said to Mark, right? So for me, I feel like, oh, technicality, semantics, right? Semantics. Like, no, I'm just like, it's like, oh, I just, you know, I said the, the whatever. I said the vows that I was told to say, but I don't know if I would hold him to, you said in sickness and in health, right? Yeah. Or in richer or poorer and like, I don't know, can't guarantee. Can't guarantee anything is all I'm saying. Literally, you can't. So I don't, I think like the fact that this person, I'm so intrigued and I'm very impressed that they are planning to uphold their vows so much so that they are going to rewrite them. There's also a part of me too that like, so yeah, because of my understanding of having gone through that experience and seeing it, you know, in real time, like there's a sort of sensitivity and understanding that I have or compassion Mm -hmm. that I have about it. There's also the other part of me too. It's like, is this just laziness? Where it's like, I just want you while you're convenient and pretty and spry and healthy. And then after that, I'm throwing you away and like treating you in for like the new model. So you're making the assumption that this person would turn around and go and find someone younger. Yeah. That's why I think it's important to distinguish if this was a male or a woman. Because I think that there's like the added layer of like the gender aspect of it. Based on like what we've been socially conditioned to, to believe and see and understand of the world around us. I'm just trying to think right now how we do when when we're sick. Um, Mark is very good to me when I am sick. I don't get sick often, but when I do get sick, he's very good to me. Oh, I love that. I'm like, get me this, get me that, and then he'll take care of me. Whereas when he's sick, I'm like, get up, you're fine. I think it's it's also just like a personality thing. Like, I just don't think I'd have the patience. You're the asshole. It's okay. I just don't think I'd have the patience. It's the Scorpio in you. Oh, here we fucking go. No, I just don't, I just don't think that I would have the patience to like deal with that on a day-to-day basis. And I I wish I wasn't such an asshole about it, but like who wants to do that? Who wants to deal with that? I don't want to clean someone's asshole. Sorry. I really, I don't want to clean my own asshole. So would you just like hire like a hundred percent? Yeah. I'm not saying I would leave Mark, but I'm saying don't look at me to ever. So if you were to get married now. Would you request that the in sickness part be removed or would no. you keep it? And then you're just like, we just need to make enough money like on the <laughs> side. So in case you do get sick, we can hire someone to wipe your ass. I feel like I'd be more inclined to remove the for richer or for poorer than the in sickness and in health. 
I'm not rich, but like <laughs> we are learning some things today, y'all. No, I also just feel like like the vows. It's so nice, but it's ceremonious, and I don't necessarily think that like if Fair. someone ever turned around to me and was like, "You said in sickness and in health," I would be like. I also said that I wanted to name my daughter Alize when I was like eight years. You know, what I mean? like I, I just don't. We I don't change. I mean, you were twenty two when you got married. You're like thirty two now. <laughs> don't remind me. Like yeah. you see, yeah, we all change. No, okay. I, I think that like what I'm saying is no. I don't think that I have enough conviction to like sit here and go line by line and also I got married before I knew really what I was getting myself into what life was about when we were young naive thinking the world was ahead of us and when opportunities I, were galore when I woke up in the morning and my back didn't hurt from sleeping oh yeah. yes I don't think I would have been that worried about it um no, I think it's really come crashing down around us. but I think it's really nice that this person I think it says a lot about this person and their maturity level that they are taking it so seriously that they're like shit Once I want to commit to what I know I can commit to. I wish though that we had the actual whole thing written because I think it's easy to just go off of this title versus being able to read in between the lines and understanding their thought process. Because I think intention is really important here. If the intention is really that like, I know what I'm capable of and I know that I cannot provide them with the support that they need if they were in sickness. Okay, cool. But if they're like, mm, like I love them now, but if they weren't healthy, you know what I mean? Like if yeah. they came from the perspective of like, I don't know. Like, love should be unconditional. I also think that that's a little bit... Hopeless romantic? Yeah, I think it's a little unfair. Like, I'm just, sorry, scrolling through some of the the comments, and someone's like, are you capable of love, um, original poster? What? I I think that that's really unfair. Someone was like, till I can find a better ride, financial and or physical. Damn. Damn. (laughs) What? So I'm I'm going to say that probably what was written here was more on the lazy side versus being someone who knows what they can or cannot provide within the relationship. However, we've talked about this before, and I'm of the mindset that like, if you know who you are, you know what you are capable of and what you're not, just be honest from the get-go, put it out there. And if they're like, fuck that, I don't want it, then like you'll eventually find someone who's like going to be okay with it, I guess. Or somebody who can just afford to get themselves help one day. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting because it's like, It'll go both ways. So if you get sick, like how fucked up would it be if I he was like, he was like, we had sickness and health. And then he gets into a car accident, ends up being paraplegic. <gasps> and then like, she's like, oh, okay, we agreed in sickness and in health, but we removed that portion. So deuces, good luck taking care of yourself. You know, he's probably gonna be like, ah, oh, fuck. Sorry. I'm just thinking of it of like, you know, he had requested it originally and then the tables turn. I'm like, my brain is kind of firing off a little. Okay, first of all, you said, like, would I expect it? Mm. I don't think I would ever want my husband wiping my ass either. Yeah, I don't think I would want Pierre doing that. Okay, right? Okay, so... Why should I have to wipe your ass if I don't want you wiping mine? No, and, and I do look. remember, wait, wait, this kind of sort of happened to me one time. He didn't wipe my ass. But <laughs> I, didn't. the first time I <laughs> slipped a disc, um, I was in the ER. I, I literally had to call an ambulance because I couldn't get out of bed. Oh, it was awful. And I was in the ER and I had to pee so bad and I couldn't physically move. Mm-hmm. And so Mark put a bedpan under me and I, it was like really... Like, it was like nice of him, but I was also mortified. I was like, I never, ever, ever knowing, want this again. On, knowing Mark, 
what were the comments that came out of his mouth? No, he was really mouth? nice about it. He's nice. I think I think because he wants me to be nice to him when he's sick and I'm just not. He, I'm sorry. I feel bad. So but also, like, I'm like, I'm as kind as possible. She will, she will do the same for me one day. No, that's I won't. the hope. Um, it's okay. Like you will like organize the the health situation, the nurse situation. Yes, you'll make sure. Like you will watch to make sure that nothing happens. I'll have you a color coordinated calendar for exactly. them. Exactly. You will make sure that all the medications are yes. distributed and given according to plan. Mm-hmm. Like, like you will be on their asses. It's just you're. You just don't want to do the physical work of having to wipe someone's ass. I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make me lazy? No. But here's the thing. Like, you would still stay with him in sickness and help. Yes. You just don't okay. Want to like, okay. that's the caveat. Exactly. That's the other thing I was going to say. I think that we are, again, making the assumption that the person's suggesting that they will... Oh, I guess they they are also making the assumption that they will they would leave in that case. Yeah. Wait, but to go back to your question about if someone, God forbid, was in an accident and they're paraplegic... Yeah. Would you expect, Pierre... To like stay married to you if you were like a vegetable. Is if God forbid that happened term, to you, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, I was like, I don't know how else do you say be that. the moment we get canceled. Um, <laughs> no, I get what I you're saying. Mean, I'm just saying, no, right? no, no, no. Like, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, so that's a great question. I've actually, I come at it from two angles. I think there's the angle of like absolute fear, knowing once again what our medical system is capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're saying that he should say married to you to protect you from that? Yeah, but I also have my mom. She would probably take care of me if he decides to dip out. But I also don't think Pierre would be that type of person who would like leave me if I were. Like we joke about it. He's like, but no, I would never. Yeah. I don't think I would, but okay. So we have again, a, you only know a person uh, until like shit hits the fan. Am I right? Or you have a podcast with them and they straight up tell you I'll never wipe your ass. Um, so Mark wait, wait, wait. is a very lucky man, you guys. Wait, so we both know someone. It's a mutual friend, acquaintance. I don't think I would use the word friend. Okay. Um, but we were there when, you know, her father passed from. Yes. Alzheimer's and it was tragic, but I think we were all a little bit surprised when turns out her mom had been dating someone Mm. in like a year, I want to say about a year, maybe up leading up to it, right? He obviously was already at a point. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it had been communicated in advance. Like they knew. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he had been deteriorating and it had been, I think, discussed in advance that if I were to get to a point, I want you to start dating, knowing because he also was in the profession and he yes. knew what the deterioration would look like. God, can you imagine? I know. I think that's the horrifying thing. Like that's my biggest fear. Um, that's why I take so many like supplements because I'm just like, please, my neural pathways, like be super healthy. Supplements? Are I you know. including oh. <laughs> any recreational, recreational elements? Um, no. Um, but... I think it had been like discussed in advance okay. of like, this is okay. I want you to find happiness in the midst of this essentially See, like chaos. Now that's true fucking love. That is. That's what I, I mean by unconditional love. Yeah. I think I would come back from the dead and um, haunt Mark. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd ruin his life. No, but when, when my, you know, when my dad was, he was cognizant or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not aware. Like still, it it wasn't like he wasn't completely gone, deteriorated. Yeah, I remember thinking like, you should go date, but at the same time, 
<laughs> I would literally haunt Mark until the end of his days and then after. I feel like there's a lot to unpack there. Um, Can you do it in six minutes? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's interesting because, like, is that because of jealousy and there's, like, maybe some, like, traumas there about what is yours? Or? I don't think I'm a jealous person at all. We literally had a conversation today about, like, what if, <laughs> like, you know, no, I, I'm not a jealous person at all. I just, in sickness and in health, damn it. You said that. No, he didn't say that. We didn't use the traditional vows. Maybe it's that you don't want him to take his time and dedicate it to someone else when he should be caring for you in your last days. And you want him to dedicate his time to you. He should be wiping my ass. He should be wiping your ass. Fair enough. Am I a hypocrite? Maybe a little bit. It's okay. But, but would you... So if he were sick, tables returned. It's different for girls. We have to capitalize on our youth. <laughs> the younger you are, the easier it is. He could wait for me to die and then go date a 21-year-old. Whereas for me, there's a difference between 51 and one day and 51 and 364 days. As an we should probably do like an episode on like dating variations between like women and mm-hmm. men. I think that would be an interesting concept to deep dive into, into looking at the actual statistics. Come on. It's true. To a degree. Yeah. Okay. So I'm saying it in sickness and in health, or rather you can't hold me to anything I said during the wedding. Vows were said. Vows were said. <laughs> Alina takes marriage very seriously, you guys. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, not wiping anyone's ass. Actually, one of our very good friends, she's so sweet. She was like, if you ever needed it, like I would do that for you. And I was like, I'm not going to lie. I would absolutely never. But you would pay for the help to. If I could afford it. As yeah. of today, I'm sorry, I can't afford that. But it's just. If and what, you know, I, feel I would, like you I would do what do, I could. I feel like you need to do a vow renewal with Mark and like add the stipulation or the caveat, like. Not in, wiping your ass. <laughs> in sickness and in health. But I will refuse to wipe your ass, sir. In sickness and in health, if I'm the sick one. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, with that, I think we're done for today. Maddie's <laughs> like, we need to stop. <laughs> Before I unfriend our audio you on engineer everything. is like, what the fuck did I agree to today? <laughs> um, with that, I right. think we will <laughs> bid you adieu. <laughs> bid y'all adieu. Let us know what you guys thought about these. Um, are you segments. wiping his ass or not? Just let us know. Yeah, are you <laughs> in sickness and in health. Um, and with that, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Oh my god. <laughs>there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next bit on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover and we'll talk to you all later.